0: what's up y'all you are tuned in to the listen up podcast i'm your host jess and it's time for you to listen up to what god has called you to do let's get it hey guys welcome back to the listen up with jess podcast i'm so excited that you decided to press play on this episode today we have a very special episode with a special guest that i have here and um I'm excited about this topic that we're talking about. We're going to be talking about mental health. And... Um as you know my last podcast episode that i had about the five ways um to cultivate self-love if you have not listened to that um, podcast episode um i'm asking you to do that now um so that you can really understand the importance um and what we're talking about uh in that episode i really talked about like the whole release and rediscovering and i think um when we're trying to cultivate self-love, there needs to be a level of self-care that I was talking about. And mental health is a part of your self-care. Um, it should be a part of that where you have a safe space to, um, you know, go to therapy and get the resources and help that you need um, to really, you know, look deeper into yourself, into your mental health, and make sure that you are healthy on on all aspects of your life. So um, we're going to be talking about this topic. And before we get into it, though, you know, I like to start off with my Listen Up Spotlight. So this episode, um, Listen Up Spotlight, goes to my one of my best friends, Alexis Moore. Uh, Alexis and I have been best friends since uh, middle school. And Alexis has been taking pictures, no cap, since we were like in fifth grade. And she is an amazing photographer um, out in the Huntsville area and Atlanta area. Uh, she just launched her uh, website, that is now, yeah, it's officially launched and it's uh, called Alexis Moore Photo. And you can go to IG and check out her gallery and also go to her website. I'm going to drop all of that information in the show notes. But um, yeah, I want to give this spotlight to Alexis um, because I know she is just an amazing photographer with a talent that is really straight gifted from God. Like she's spirit led. So if you're looking for somebody that is spirit led, that spirit filled and that can give you some dope headshots, you know, wedding photos, whatever you need, she has the eyes she has a talent and she has a spirit to really um just you know take amazing pictures so shout out to Lex if you're listening to the podcast I'm so proud of you uh continue to let God use you um and especially what you're doing and um yeah this that's my listen up spotlight that we're gonna do today so I told you guys guess what y'all I gotta I got a special guest okay and this guest um, is my friend. I'm going to call him my friend, Cameron. <laughs> because That's a long story. I'm not, we're not going to get into it. But um, I believe he is my friend, uh, Cameron Phillips. He's a youth um, inspirational speaker. And he's also um, just been a great, um, you know, support system for me um I met Cam was like last year probably at the at revision church at a small group um here in Atlanta and one of the first things um how I met him we were in a small group and Cam was so open and transparent in this um you know space where he was just like you know I know he was sharing we were talking about a topic he was like yeah you know my name's Cam you know and um he was like I'm bipolar and I was like what and the way that he was so open about it and he said it with such confidence yet such um just normalcy like it was normal and I was like wow like I want to learn more about him and the more um Cam and I have you know connected um I've seen God really transform his life and he's like been able to tell stories of uh his past and the things that he's experienced. And I've I've always said like, yo, you need to write a book. But now I'm excited because I got him on a podcast so he can share like the first chapters of his book, right? (laughs) But um, I'm excited to welcome Cam on to the mic with Listen Up. And we're just going to really get into the topic of mental health and the stigma behind uh, mental health in the church and in the black community. Um, so this is just going to be an open conversation. I want to welcome you. You can kind of do your introduction because I didn't yeah, like you, introduce all of you. No,
1: like You build me up a lot. Um, <laughs> I did not. So my name's Cam, Cam Phillips from Gwinnett County, um, which is in Northeast Atlanta. Um, never left. So I have a background in finance just professionally. And mm-hmm. I actually was led to leave my job in May of this year. So I resigned. Um, wow. God just kind of spoke to me, um, throughout the this past year. Um, So kind of stacked up, didn't know what was next. Wow. Um, And he told me it was time to go. Um, So since that time, I've really just been trying to use my story to help empower um, Mm. marginalized individuals and just people who need to be heard, people who need to connect. Um, A lot of times, people feel like they're alone. Yeah. Um, And Mm. just God's allowed me through so much that I know I'm here by his grace and I'm supposed to tell my story more and not just keep it to myself. Yeah. Um, So... That's what I'm here to do.
0: Yes. Uh, Well, we're excited to have you, Cam. Um, It's crazy because I know, like, your relationship with God is, like, based off of what you've experienced, right? You've just seen the hand of God in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, by even you saying, like, you quit your job. Like, a lot of people don't hear God's voice like that, right? Like, just as clear and be like, yeah, it's time for you to go. Like, yeah, you know? I had to experience, I experienced that last year, and then when I heard you do it, I was like so I'm not the only one, like, you know I'm not crazy, (laughs) like, like, you know like, God gives us specific instructions but I think it, you know it's that whole obedience part of, right, like, listening and be like, right, no like, I'm not just going to keep ignoring this still small voice, right, I'm about to you know, do what he's asking me to do so, like along this, you know, conversation I want to have you know, I was telling you, like, the first time I met you, you were just really open. Um, I, I don't... Can you remember the conversation we were talking about? The why you just said it? I can't...
1: I don't remember it. Like, people all the time are surprised, like, I'm so open and vulnerable Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, but I'm like that with most people. So, a lot of times, it, like, mm-hmm. throws people off the first time they talk to me. Yeah. But for me, it's just, like, regular conversation. Like...
0: Because you do it in such a subtle tone, because you're not... Your personality is not...
1: Yeah, I'm extrovert
0: f- you're an introvert right? yeah I'm yeah. a super introvert super introvert yeah. so you're not expecting somebody to be that open and transparent even though you're you know still yeah. conscious of who you talk to
1: yeah I mean I don't I do it for me like mm. once you're just open and comfortable in your own skin wow and you're just like I'm me I'm fine with that like yeah everybody has their quirks or everybody's like wow. crazy in their own ways um and when you just talk freely about it, and like you said, I sounded so confident when I said yeah. it. And it's like, when you say stuff and you sound confident, people are just like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, they rock yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just how I really move. Like,
0: wow. Okay. That's good. Um, so I was doing some research, and this month is actually Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. And I was like, wow, God, you're so on time, because... We're talking about this this episode is dropping in July and um just based off of some of the research um you know the well world world health organization said that one in four people struggle with a mental illness at some point of their lives and I'm like dang like that's that's a lot of us like you know and we really I don't think we recognize or have these conversations like because it's always, like, an isolated event, right? Yeah. Like, we think, like, not so everybody is struggling. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And not everybody's, you know, struggling. Um, and then, what? Uh, some other research was like, 20% of um, people, black people, are more likely to report serious um, psychological distress than white adults. But we don't go seek help. Yeah. Like, we're not going to therapy. Yeah. We're not going to the psychiatrist yeah. you know so like what is that about like what is that stigma like you know and kind of share your story on that and how you can relate I guess
1: yeah so it's kind of sad cause especially like with everything going on mm-hmm. like black people just are more stressed a lot of times Yes. Yeah. Um, like the other day I was just chilling in my car mm-hmm. and like a random lady came to my door and said what are you doing like I'm gonna call the cops on you
0: Oh, my gosh. Uh, and it's,
1: like, people don't understand, like, I just have to shake it off. Wow. Or it's, like, I just have to, like, continue my day. But, like, it messes with you and, like, it happens yeah. to a lot of black people. It happens to a lot of black men. Mm. To where it's, like, these things happen and you just kind of have to, like, shake it off and say, like, mm-hmm. I'm numb to it. Like, I know it's going to happen. Um, so I think that in itself just causes people to kind of repress certain emotions. Because mm. um, it just, it almost seems normal. Um So, yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely part of it. Um, I guess as far as, like, my journey, like, kind of seeing it, um, one thing that honestly, like, changed my life and really, like, made me feel for a lot of my brothers and sisters, um, Mm -hmm. especially, like, people of color. So, I know you mentioned, like, I was bipolar and, like, the way I found out is I had an episode um, Mm -hmm. and I went to what's called psychosis to where it's, like, you don't really know what's real and what's fake. Um, so long story short, like I ended up running out of my house, it was middle, middle of the night, um, and I ended up getting picked up by the cops, um, going to jail, um, and then I was actually put on suicide watch while I was in jail. Um, so while I'm in there, I actually started like calming down a bit. So like coming, Mm coming down. Um, but prior to that, like I was having like a bunch of suicidal thoughts, like thought I was supposed to die. Um and yeah, like it just it was a scary feeling. It's just extremely scary, um, mm. and honestly, like the only thing that really got me through it was like God mercy, um, and me having like that foundation, and like as a child, kind of knowing like whenever you're scared, just like call yeah. to God, just pray to God, mm-hmm. um and like I just continue to do that um so when like they put me on suicide watch and when you go in. It's kind of like everybody's sitting there, and people have, like, mats. So when I walked uh-huh. in, there was, like, this older white guy, this black kid who was, like, my age, um, and this Hispanic kid who was, like, my age. Um, yeah. And, like, I walked in, and the black kid, like, whispered to me, he's like, hey, you trying to kill me. Um, oh, my God. So I was, like, kind of coming, like, no, bro, like, you're, you're supposed to be here. Like, God's with you. Like, if you need to pray, like, let me know. Um mm. So the kid, like, was just laying down, and, like, he just starts crying. And it's like, hey, man, like, I'm scared. Like, I feel like I'm supposed to die. Like, I feel like I'm not supposed to be here. And it was, like, the craziest thing to hear, because, like, I was saying the same stuff, like, hours before. Wow. Um, So I ended up, like, we ended up praying together. um, And, like, he just, like, had a sense of calm. Like, afterwards, mm-hmm. he was like, thank you. Um, But, like, while we were praying, like, the Hispanic dude, like, started crying. Mm. And... <laughs> he started saying the same thing he was like i feel the same way like i feel like i'm supposed to die i feel like i've done all these things Mm -hmm. um like i believe in god but i just feel like i'm not worthy Mm. um so like i ended up praying with him as well um and then afterwards he just like had a sense of peace and like was thankful Mm -hmm. um but like that just showed me like those two people were in jail Mm -hmm. and it's like a lot of times mental health isn't like addressed like in healthy ways or therapeutically mm. um so it like bubbles over into different ways and it's like it's sad for me to think like how many of my brothers are in there
0: yes in jail
1: that need help like mm. they don't need to be in there in jail.
0: they need mental help yeah wow and it's
1: like that just kind of for me it just kind of shows like how systematic racism like is in so yes. many different fields yeah. um to where it's like they can make a mistake and like i'm by the grace of god like i was in there with them mm. like i had certain charges that, like, yeah. God literally just, like, let me through. Um, wow. But it's, like, I'm here to talk about it and a lot of them aren't. And mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't getting that help. Um, so it's, like, they already have a lot against them. Mm-hmm. But then having that as well just kind of makes me sad, to be real. Wow.
0: I mean, that's powerful, though, for you to, like, experience that and then, like, be actually physically there. Um, but yet God was still using you like in the midst of you were thinking like I was losing my mind or you know I I wanted to kill myself and yet he was able to use you in that moment to like speak to someone else like yeah you almost like saved their life by not you know by speaking life into them yeah but like you know and you talked about like how you know (laughs) so many people especially brothers too like they're either in jail Mm. and a lot of them you know they don't need jail they need mental health like they need to be seeing a psychiatrist they don't need to be isolated and and all of that like what can we do as a generation or even just to help fight this stigma of like you know it's okay to go see a psychiatrist or a a psychologist a therapist you know Um, because I feel like in the black community, we've, like, put this whole... We're, we're strong. We're resilient. Like, we get through everything. We got through slavery. You know, we've got through discrimination. Like, there's so many things we're constantly telling ourselves, like, you know, you gotta have this tough skin mentality, where for black, wimp, black men, it's a, sh- it's a sign of weakness, and even for the black woman, it's a sign of weakness for us to say we need help, you know?
1: I think i think that's true but i also think that most people know it's a lot harder to be open than it is to hold Mm. things in um wow and like as like i've learned as i've like just Mm. told my story and talked to people Mm -hmm. it's like i'll talk about certain things and people are like surprised that i say it Mm. um and like it just takes a lot more strength to say like hey i need help
0: yeah
1: or it's like hey like i'm not feeling well and it's like when you do that like people don't realize like other people you're not alone like other people yeah. it's gonna resonate and it's like you doing that is not only like liberating for you but it's helping someone else feel like yo like someone else feels like the same way as me like i'm yeah. not crazy like i can talk about it like mm-hmm. it kills that kind of like that shame mm-hmm. um so i mean as far as a community i just feel like it's us being transparent like us not trying to like act too cool all the time yeah um just like admitting like yo i have an issue and not only i feel like like self-awareness is almost like a buzzword like everybody's like super self-aware now um but it's like people don't want to put in the work to get better though Mm. it's kind of like hey like i know like (laughs) i was raised in a certain environment to where like i almost have like a ptsd like type of effect Okay. Um, to where it's like a lot of my friends like raising the hood mm-hmm. and it's like yo like I'm on edge because of XYZ mm-hmm. Um, and it's like cool like I'm glad you know that but yeah, let's work on fixing that Yeah, like let's yeah. talk through that like That's don't just hard. like take that and say like yo this is just the way I am mm-hmm. cause like it's not healthy mm-hmm. like it's gonna add more stress like you're not yeah. gonna wanna be like that so like Saying that self awareness, that internal, but also saying, "All right, I need to change. I need to get better." Mm-hmm. I feel like having those conversations. It's mm. like what takes like real strength, and it's like it's wow. tough to like be real with yourself. Yeah. Like that's one of the hardest <laughs> things in the world. Yeah. Like when you're like addressing like the demons on the inside, it's like, "Yo, I don't want to like talk I to that yet. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> I
0: don't want to open that up."
1: <laughs> but it's like after you do, it's just like you leveled up. Like you just feel so much mm. better. Like you feel so much freer. Um, you feel yeah. more at peace. Um, so, yeah, it's just people, like, really, like, redefining strength almost. Mm. Like, strength is just, like, taking everything. Like, strength is, like, talking about it. Strength is, like, being open. Strength is being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so.
0: That's good. Like, when I, when you said that, it's, like, it's being self-aware is the first step. But now you have to actually put in the work. Yeah. So, you need to do the self-work. Yeah. Like, you got to heal. Yeah. Like, it's not enough to just be self-aware. Yeah. You know, um, and so when I think about that, too, I'm thinking about also the community it takes. Right. Yeah. Um, it, you cannot do that alone. Like, you know, when it comes to any type of self-work, you know, there's some boundaries you have to, you know, create and establish. There's uh, the accountability that needs to happen so that you're getting healthy. So like when it comes to, you know, family and friends and supporting you know, your mental health journey, you know, what did that look like? Because I think that's also why a lot of people are hesitant or reluctant of going to seeking help because they're like, Well, I don't know if my family's gonna support this. You know, I don't know if they're gonna understand, you know, what is really going on. Are they gonna just call me, you know, label me as crazy, you know, and not really take the time to see like, you know, or help me or try to understand, you know, what's going on with me.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have a few thoughts about that. So, kind of, my personality is just, like, I'm super introverted, so, yeah. like, I don't <laughs> keep a lot of people close to me anyway. Um, he does it, So, okay. my <laughs> journey may look a little different than a lot of other people's, yeah. but, like I said, before, like, I had my first episode, I kind of knew I was in a bad place. Mm. Um, so, I started, like, reading a bunch of self-help books, just, like, kind of trying to re mm-hmm. like, recharge my brain, mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, so... With that, it was me just really kind of getting the groundwork. Um, mm-hmm. As far as, like, having friends involved and things like that, it was kind of, like, it's kind of funny. Um, as, like, transparent and open as I am, mm-hmm. I also, and I think it was Brene Brown, she said, like, it's a privilege to hear my story.
0: Mm, At I time. love Brene. Yeah. Yes. Um,
1: so, so you can't
0: share it to everyone?
1: You can't share it to everybody if you're still healing. Because oh. it's, like, it takes that one person to, like, you are crazy to where it's, like, it hurts hurt. and it's like you just keep it in wow, and it's wow. like a lot of times they don't mean it or anything like that it's just like mm-hmm. they haven't had those conversations with people before mm-hmm. um so i think it's one of those things to where we talk about community but mm-hmm. i feel like community doesn't have to be a, a bunch of people like you right? can literally be one person just one, okay. community can literally be your therapist mm-hmm. like the person who you can That's share good. those That's thoughts good. with and not feel any type of shame, and like yeah. that is like the reason they're important, because people like a lot of times, a lot of times like I'll have friends who tell me like oh like I don't want to tell like a stranger my problems or Why? I prefer to do it with like someone close. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but like the issue with that is you're gonna have to see that person, and it's like mm. there's a type of you don't know how that person's gonna react, um, and unless you're a professional, you can't blame somebody for having a reaction. Mm. for something that they've never experienced before so it's like if i'm going to my friend and i'm telling him this crazy story like (laughs) he's not trained to like know how to listen and Uh, like respond in a certain way um and a lot of times like the responses are well meant but Mm -hmm. they're just not how Mm. they should respond. like for example a lot of times like if you go to someone with a problem and like you're telling like hey i went through xyz yeah the first thing people want to do is like try to relate to you and say, Oh, I went through a similar issue Or it's like, Oh, mm. like because I think that makes you feel better.
0: We do do I do that. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. Oh my gosh.
1: But it's like if you're doing it with good intentions because right, it's right. like I want them to feel like yo, I yeah. can But like a lot of times that's not, not- <laughs> helping the issue.
0: Wow. Like, wow.
1: So it's like people don't realize like when you're telling your friends this like mm-hmm. just that natural reaction may make you feel worse. Ooh. So it's like that's why like they have professionals who are there to that part. Like they know how to listen they know how to respond they know how to not make you feel guilty but still challenge your thought process Mm. um and it's like obviously like you have to figure out what therapist is works best for you yes um but like they're still there for a reason yeah it's like i like i've i see my therapist at least once a month now
0: yeah um
1: like i've had three different therapists um and, yeah, like, me and her, that's the homie. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she knows everything I tell her. I'm transparent with anybody, but mm-hmm. the reason I enjoy her is she's able to challenge my thought process. It's like we have a relationship mm. now to where she knows yeah. how to react with me. Like, for me, she can tell me, Cam, we've already talked about that. Like, chill out. Like, we're good. And that's, like, the type of relationship we have. Yeah. But, like, other people have different type of relationships mm-hmm. that's a little more, like, nurturing and things like that. So, yeah. people yeah people underestimate therapists and especially like honestly especially like a lot of my like black male friends and like yes it's crazy that whole
0: part (laughs) i'm not
1: gonna name drop but like one of my cousins like for the longest like Mm -hmm. i was telling him because i was like almost his therapist like he would call me like Uh, we talk about everything oh Um,
0: yeah (laughs)
1: and so i appreciate i love him to death but like finally like i got him to see one and Mm. he called me he was like cam like that was the best thing I ever did. Oh
0: my goodness. And
1: he's like not the type that you would think. Like he's like, yeah, he's not the type that you would think. Um, Wow. So yeah, like you got to give it a try.
0: That's good because man, like I'm such an advocate for therapy because I've been in it now for almost two years. So when I'm talking to my friends too, I'm like, yo, like, you need to try therapy, you know, like it's not enough. And I love how you said like, you know, the whole community, like your therapist could be a part of that community because this is a safe professional that can really help you challenge your mind and also redirect those negative thoughts that you probably keep building up or this story that you're building up that can help you, you know, um, filter that out. And it's like, I think because generations before us just made it seem so like obsolete like nope like you only go if you are crazy that's what they would say or like or they're like oh just pray about it you know the church is like that like oh we'll pray that out of you and it's like nah like I mean yes Jesus and therapy coexist you know I'm saying like he has blessed um professionals right to be able to um, have this gift to um you know do counseling and um uh, and, and if you find a Christian counselor that's even better right depending on based off of your faith and whatnot, but this whole like oh I don't know if you know they'll understand me it's like yo you gotta date around with the therapist I feel like yeah. uh, for me like our first searching like I was asking questions and trying to figure out okay is this a good match for me or not um but I think some people kind of get dis um, discouraged when, oh, yeah, that one didn't work out. So then they don't try it anymore, yeah. you know? And um, I just wish that we would have, like, more open conversations about, you know, mental health and therapy. Because it's kind of like you like when you experience that freedom and that comes with therapy, you want everybody in your village to kind of get that, too. Yeah. You know? But then without, you know, pressuring them to, like, you know, you need to go see somebody, you know, type thing. Um, that's good. So another thing that I kind of wanted, you know, you to just share, like, I remember you are talking about, like, how you, I think the enemy sometimes will make it seem like we're isolated when it comes to our mental health. Yeah. And so, like, you had shared a story about kind of, like, when you had to go, um, you know, into the mental hospital or and whatnot, yeah. that you realized, yo, like, I'm not the only one. Like, there's other people, you know, yeah. that are similar, and they have also... So, like, kind of talk to me, like, how did you become... You started normalizing this and being like, you know, like this is, it's not a weird thing or,
1: you yeah. know. Um, so I actually thought of another story too, but mm-hmm. yeah, so when I was in there, like I was in there for a total of five days and I've actually been twice. Um, so the first time I was in there for a total of five days. And like when you're in there, like mm-hmm. one thing that kind of struck me was like there's every type of person, mm-hmm. like every race, every like mm-hmm. economical like background Mm -hmm. um and it's like once you're there and it's just like everybody's just really open and Mm -hmm. it's just like yo like everybody has issues (laughs) like everybody has like troubles and like thoughts and like has things to work out um so like what got me was um when I got out so I got cool with like a couple people in there like I had a roommate and then I had another dude who was like in a different section but Mm -hmm. me and him just kind of clicked um so like I get out and it's about like a week after I get out. Um and I go to meet like a bunch of people at Taco Mac. Mm-hmm. Um and when I get to Taco Mac, like I walk in, I'm looking around and then like I see one of the homies who like I got <laughs> cool with when I was in there. Yeah. And like we w- rolled up on each other and it was just like, "What's good, yo?" Like it was mm-hmm. it was weird cuz it's one of those you don't want to tell everybody how y'all know each other. We're right. <laughs> but it's just like, "Yo, we just went through like one of the most intimate like experiences mm-hmm. you can go." Wow. Um so I was just like, yo, like, that's crazy. Like, we were chilling at the same spot. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I never would have known. Um, so then like, two days later, I remember I was at work. And for my lunch break, I went to AMC to like grab movie tickets. Um, I don't know why I didn't buy them online. But <laughs> God just wanted me to go. Um, yeah. So like, I went there. And like, I'm waiting in line to like buy my ticket. Mm-hmm. And then I look across the counter. And the dude who's working the counter was my roommate. When mm-hmm. I was in the mental institution, oh wow! And like he had like tried to commit suicide like a different way, um, wow! But it was just like we saw each other and we was like freaked out because mm. it was like bro like you think like you're the only one and you think yeah. like I've been through this experience and nobody else will ever be able to relate and like I'll mm. go everywhere and it's like you're like carrying around this like weight on you because you mm. feel like you have to keep a secret. Yeah. Um. but like seeing them it was just like yo like I wonder how many other people walking around yeah. and it's like you mentioned the one in four statistic like
0: yeah.
1: if one in four people have like been through a similar thing and mm-hmm. these are just the people who are like diagnosed and things like that yeah. like everybody has these issues mm-hmm. um, so yeah so yeah wow. and it's like yeah everybody has issues man and it's like unless you talk about it unless you're open about it mm-hmm. like a lot of things that you've been through like you don't even know that the person next to you have. And, mm. like, a story's coming to mind to where, and I guess I didn't know it was going to go this route, but, <laughs> like, another thing that like, people don't talk about that, like, a lot of people experience is, like, mol- uh, molestation. Mm. Um, and, like, I was molested when I was younger. Um wow. When I was, like, five and six. Um And it's something, like, I never really talked about. It's just one of those things that's, like, it happened, and you just, like... I'm fine, like it doesn't mm. I don't feel like it affects me so it's like I don't really need to talk about it and things like that. Wow. Um but I remember I was in another like small group. Um and it was actually like a mental health small group and like we talk about a lot of stuff. hmm Um but like this is something I was just always hesitant to talk about. Um but for whatever reason, like I brought it up that day. Um wow. and we started talking about it. Um And at the end of it, like, it was only uh, four of us in total, including me. Um, One of the young ladies was like, dang, like, that same thing happened to me, but, like, I've never told anybody. Wow. And, like, the dude to my left, um, he was like, yeah, like, I got molested, too, but I've never told Mm. anybody. And it's like, people don't realize, like, how, like often it happens or how like just because it happened to you you shouldn't feel ashamed of it
0: like there's nothing
1: to be ashamed of it like that's a lot of times what keeps people talking about issues that they have
0: Mm. it's
1: like not even something that they did a lot of times just like they feel like some type of shame or embarrassment Mm. talking about it
0: yeah Um, wow
1: but it's like once you do it's like you're not alone like Mm. and like it's okay
0: wow oh my gosh Kim that's powerful like, I never knew that about you. And to know that it also speaks to how, like, God is will free you when you can really speak it out. Like, and that's that whole release that I was talking about, like, releasing that because it's freeing you. But then people around you, like, because that's what we're here for as, like, Christians. Like, we're here to, you know, be a witness, right? So yeah. you probably encourage someone else, like, yo, like, I seen his courage. Cause that just takes courage. Like it's on a whole nother level of just like, I'm about to share this intimate, you know, um you know, such you know, situation that happened to me, you know, and you didn't even know, like three other people were just like, yo, that happened they to were me. were
1: suffering in silence. Suffering,
0: like- yes, yeah, suffering in silence. And it's crazy how like definitely that that's the first thing I think trick of the enemy. He wants us to think you know it's just us and it's like no we all are struggling we all have different you know burdens and different traumas that we have right and
1: like you're speaking on like the devil playing tricks so like yeah when i was kind of like opening up about that Mm -hmm. um like what i did was one of my friends challenged me um because normally like you know me like i'm pretty articulate i can like talk about a lot of things yeah. like very good at like describing my emotions mm-hmm. but th- that subject like i just couldn't talk about it mm. um so he was like hey bro like go home and he was like write down everything that happened like explicitly as you could wow i was like all right so i kind of like i was scared to do it but i'm the type of like if i'm scared to do something it's just things you want to do it more um you were scared
0: yes <laughs> so
1: like i did it and like the next day i just felt like so free mm. i was like yo like i felt like a weight was lifted um mm-hmm. so like that night i went to sleep and it was like 3 maybe like 3 20 in the morning mm-hmm. and it was the clearest like voice I heard I could feel it on my ear and it was like a whisper and it was mm. like you're disgusting oh my god and it's like I woke up and was like shook mm. like like it was like you can almost like feel it tap my ear um it was like you're disgusting and I woke up shook and I was like yo like what's going on like i just like i am discussing like Mm. and like normally like before i was closer to christ like that would have been a whole cycle and Mm. it's like a lot of times people go through that it's like they hear different voices Mm. and it's like they think that's like a truth about Mm. them um but like after maybe like two minutes i was like yo like that wasn't god's voice Mm. like he warned me about this he told me there was gonna be spirits around like he told me and it was like the fact that like i knew that Mm -hmm. and was able to like yo that voice was not him like Mm -hmm. he wouldn't tell me that and i was just able to throw it out it's like that's the devil playing tricks on you
0: yeah
1: and it's like that's why you have to like keep that relationship close and like kind of know what he says about you and know like the truth about you not like Mm. just anything that comes in your head sticking to it just yeah man like the devil plays tricks definitely
0: i mean it kind of reminds me of like spiritual warfare too like exactly. that's basically what it is like um and you know the scripture talks about how we you know wrestle not against flesh and blood but against spiritual power power um powers and it's just like wow like we think you know it's like oh this is put, either someone has told us that before or it's, that's that shame right that's yeah. that's creeping in and it's just like we know that we have to identify the enemy's enemy's voice and literally speak back to what God has already spoken to us, yeah. you know, that, you know, we're forgiven, like that the trauma that we've experienced, that's not our fault. You yeah. know, it's we, we're in a sick and sinful world. Right. You know, um, but one thing that comes to my mind is like, you know, trauma is not our fault, but the healing is our responsibility. So now it's like, OK, We need to rally together to get healed, you know, and it's going to take prayer, but it's also going to take, you know, seeking help, you know, through that. And it can't just be, especially if it's something very traumatic. People think that I'm like, yo, like you, you've gone through some traumatic stuff and depression. Like people like throw depression, anxiety so loosely. I'm like, y'all, like that stuff is not, I mean. It, it, they're disorders, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're illnesses. So, if depending on how you're diagnosed, like, for me, when I first went to therapy, my therapist diagnosed me with mild depression. And I felt some type of way. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, because I was like, well, I'm this outgoing, happy-go-lucky yeah. girl. Like, I have no, you know, I'm not a depressed being, I didn't feel like. Yeah. But after I shared my story and the trauma and the things that I've been going through mm-hmm. and what I'm struggling with, she was like, no, you're, you're not depressed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I needed to not look, um, receive it in a negative way. Receive it like, yo, this is what I'm struggling with. And this is now I'm about to start getting the help for it or whatever. Mm -hmm. But versus like, we'll just throw it out here. Yeah, I'm depressed and I have anxiety. But yet we're not doing anything to help, you know, heal that, that we're going through. And I'm like, why do we just throw it out there as if it's just like nothing that we should try to seek help for?
1: um i feel like people like it's almost like just the default characteristic that they're okay with having maybe mm. like a lot of times i feel like it's almost an excuse to act a certain way just to be wow right.
0: wow um, that oh can you said something there because <laughs> that's real um,
1: and it's like yeah it's like i kind of hate the word like disorders mm. um because that's where like i feel like the stigma come from Ah, because it's just like it's just like a state that you're in it's like if you're hungry you're gonna eat Mm -hmm. to get better it's like if you're depressed it's like you just need something to like fulfill that um it's like a mindset shift so Mm -hmm. yeah like people just saying like i'm depressed or kind of going back to like the self-awareness but not like fixing it Mm -hmm. type um it's like yeah like i have certain friends who like may have anxiety Mm -hmm. um and like that keeps them from doing a lot of things as far mm-hmm. as like meeting people yeah um and like kind of living their best life as much as I hate that phrase
0: <laughs> right um
1: but it's like either you're gonna complain about that state or
0: mm-hmm. you're gonna
1: try to get better um mm. and try to like just work on yourself like self-improvement so yeah yeah honestly yeah I think a lot of times it ends up just being an excuse to yeah for bad
0: behavior like wow Oh my gosh! This conversation has been so good. Um, so, I guess my last question is like, what would you say to just the individual that has been just back and forth, just about either seeking therapy or admitting that they may have a mental illness and that they need to get help? Um, how would you encourage them and you know, in in making that step? Yeah.
1: Yes. So, I guess the first thing I would say is, honestly, to kind of like rephrase your question. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't ask myself if I have a mental illness. I feel like people like trying to diagnose themselves is like kind of dangerous sometimes. Mm, yeah. Um, I would just. I'm a big component of journaling.
0: Mm, um, yes.
1: And like as like I've journaled and as I journal more, it's like first off, like when you write something, it's a lot more realer than you just thinking in your head. Mm-hmm. um and like as you write you'll kind of see like where your mind takes you okay. um yeah. and you'll kind of see like what you actually want to talk about mm-hmm. um so i would think like just kind of getting your thoughts out and stuff and not like just internalizing them is mm-hmm. like kind of the first step yeah. um once you're able to do that it's like all right like maybe i do need to address this issue
0: or mm-hmm. maybe this
1: is bothering me yeah and just like taking a step to all right like let me just talk to somebody about this mm-hmm. um and Still. not like over analyzing mm-hmm. it it's just like yo it's just like a yeah. conversation like, yeah. I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm sick or oh nothing's wrong. It's just, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, let me have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. Um. So I feel like once we kind of, like, normalize that
0: mm-hmm. and we
1: don't go all the way to, like, the, I have a mental health yeah. issue or, like, <laughs> a disease or a disorder right. or anything like that, like, it's just, like, a problem. Like, everybody has issues. Everybody has problems. Like, everybody mm-hmm. has things they need to talk about.
0: So yeah. it's, like, that's
1: all it is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said this before, it's, like, me being bipolar it's like my brain just works differently. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that's, like, anything wrong with it. Like, yeah. I don't think, like, it's, like, a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a superpower. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, it's just how my brain works. And it's just, yeah. like, you just have to move a different way. Like
0: Yeah, wow. That's good. That's some real good sound advice. Um, well, I appreciate you getting on the mic And just sharing your story. Um, So where can my listeners kind of like follow you? I know you're doing some things um, within, you know, your community uh, to just bring awareness um, and speaking to youth. So where can they find you or look you up? Yeah. um, yeah. Stay in contact. Yeah.
1: So my social media is just it's Cameron or it's Cam Phillips with a K. So I T S K M P H I O I P S it's Cam Phillips. Um, And then my website is just Cameron Phillips k.com Um, so yeah, so check me out. Yay.
0: All right, y'all. Well, thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Um, and my prayer and desire is that we from this conversation that someone feels encouraged, you know, just to really look into um, you know, seeking Therapy, getting some help, um, and and um, or in even praying for someone um, that has been, you know, struggling and, and not sure if they wanted to take that step. But um, I think this conversation was really healthy for us to just help try to fight this stigma of, you know, seeing that therapy is a sign of weakness or you know mental health. This is important. So my prayer is that we go forth and seek Jesus and a counselor all right y'all so y'all uh to listen up for another episode we'll drop one soon thanks for tuning in bye